I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. How you doing, bro? Uh, I guess I'm good. Yeah, you've been catching any Olympics? A uh, little, a little. I I watched the Swedish women uh, win the what was it semifinal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the on to the final. Yeah, U.S. lost. They did. They never freaking lose, man. I know it's weird. Every time I want the U.S. and Sweden to meet. One yeah. of them always loses yeah. in the game before, and it, it either whether it's hockey or soccer or whatever, it, it always fucks up for some reason. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, the Swedish women are trucking along, going to the gold medal game. The game final is going to be on at like four o'clock in the morning, so nobody's going to see it. Everyone's complaining about it. It's weird that they don't just show it again. That's what they do in America. Yeah. I've been catching up on stuff just by seeing the replay on like the Olympic Channel and NBC, all of the NBC mm. channels. Mm. That's how I've been I'm like, oh, good. I get to see this, this race that uh, I heard was good. Right. <laughs> I get to see this race I heard was good. <laughs> like, I like to watch it back. Like, I don't know. Especially mm. if I don't know. Right. If they're like, oh, we're going to show the tonight at primetime, we're going to show uh, Simone Biles on the uneven bars. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I got to be honest with you, like all like sort of chaos aside related to the Olympics this year, I, I I generally prefer the Winter Olympics over the Summer Olympics. Okay, there we can uh, be fully divided on that because I, I don't yeah. watch it at all. Really? Cause I I'm, love it. I mean, track and field, mm-hmm. swimming, soccer. I mean, watching Volleyball. people watching people run around in a circle does not really rate very highly on my excitement meter. Uh, but if you put those motherfuckers on skates and make them skate around in a circle, uh, there's some real danger of people falling and hurting themselves. And that's uh, that's that's what the Olympics are all about. <laughs> I, for me, it, it you know, like watching the you know those dudes when they or women too, where they where they do the the I don't know what they call it, where they skate around. In the circle, and they got yeah, those long speed ass skating, right? speed skating. Yeah. Thank you. How easy was that? I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> when they skate really fast, <laughs> what is that? In a circle, <laughs> speed skating. Uh, that shit is fun. Bobsled. Bobsled. Yeah, that's a good I mean, one there's one. like some serious danger involved in uh, the Winter Olympics. I don't care so much about the danger. I just like, I don't know. When I was a kid, every two years, I would want to see the. Um, I liked basketball, right. so I, I liked the um, the FIBA championships, mm. the world championships, and then every two years, so like every even summer, I looked forward to that, to watching the Olympics and then the FIBA, you right. know what I mean? So, sure. So I thought it was cool, and then when the basketball happened, you know, and, and then they show all of the other sports, I, I got into it. I even would catch myself watching like high jumps, and then Bob Beeman came to my school as a kid mm-hmm. who had the world record for the long jump for the longest time Okay, until uh, I think Mike Powell broke it. 
And then that was cool to see Mike Powell break it. And, you know, you know and that? Michael Johnson. Remember him with oh, the gold yeah, yeah. shoes? For sure. Carl Lewis. All of these athletes were the Summer thing, Olympics. One of the things about both Olympics that I look forward to is discovering which weird sport that I never thought I would watch, like, mm-hmm. actually catches my attention. Yeah. Like, so for well, me. normally you feel like. We do not care. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The rest of the time. A couple then. of years ago, I got sucked into curling, which is something I never thought. Like what uh, the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah, I did. I got we got drunk in the um, I think it was oh six those winter Olympics. Mm. The, the thing and that sucked I, about I, cur- I got I kind of I got excited about curling a few Olympics ago, uh, and then of course you know I'm like well we live in Sweden like I, I've never curled before let's go check this shit out. That's ex- it's expensive. I bet. Like it is not cheap. To that's rent another reason. The curling I hall. That's another reason I can't watch the. It seems like um, mm. I feel like a lot of people are priced out of Winter Olympics. People I agree are with priced you. out that's of hockey. A, that's a fair point. People are priced out, but to run, all you need is a motherfucking. That is a very fair point. You're <laughs> so absolutely like, correct. Uh, Skis, hockey, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, winter sports are generally more up. expensive. Yeah, that's why you know they were like they were like we need to be winning these things. All right, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. by we, I yeah. mean white people. <laughs> these, not, yeah, the winter black... is literally white. This is our Olympics. <laughs> like, come on, guys. <laughs> let's let's make a machine that's like a sled, you know, and then all of us jump into it real tight. How can we discourage black people from competing? <laughs> Make it cold. <laughs> Make it really fucking cold. <laughs> Let's do one where we're on skis with a rifle. There's two things black people don't be fucking with. <laughs> if it was roller skates and pistols, they'd fuck us up. <laughs> that would be a great event. Hey, I might. Are you to, kidding me? I might delete that this part and put that in my stand-up. I really like that. Bro, <laughs> roller skates and pistols. <laughs> And shooting targets outside uh, of the liquor store. They were like, uh, from Atlanta. Yeah. yeah exactly. Daquan Johnson. Yeah. Three time medalist in the Hood Olympics. <laughs> Four times incarcerated. Roller, <laughs> roller skate. <laughs> roller skate and pistol. He's doing the sideways shooting. Uh huh. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, I man. like that event. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was that was always my problem too. I felt like I could never do that stuff. I could, you know, play basketball. Sure, I could, you know, do all of the one. The, you could swim too. Yep. You know what I mean? So theoretically, sure, yeah. I can <laughs> swim. <laughs> exactly. On, never on Olympic level, but no. you know what I mean. But I was like, so, so if you ever the, the the summer Olympic sport that I got sucked into the last time, and I haven't seen it yet this time, is the synchronized swimming. Is the weirdest event. In the Olympics, oh, it's great! Synchronized, yeah. the, it, but just the the actual like like the like from the second they walk out, right? Because yeah. they walk They're out always, onto this yeah. stage, like oh. you're on the second you walk out, yeah. and they get up on the stage, and the whole thing to me is just so bizarre. It's like a train wreck you can't look away from. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? There, is there Where does men's? This come from? Is there men's synchronized swimming? I, I never seen men. That's do. a good question. I, I actually don't know the answer to that. One small controversy. If I want, if we could throw in uh, something. Is uh have you heard about the hand the beach handball? I didn't know that was a sport. Oh yeah 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 yeah. The Norwegian the, the, exactly. girls wanted to wear shorts and t-shirts, and the men do crazy. But they said they got um had to pay a fine because they didn't wear bikinis. Weird, very weird. And I looked it up because I like the beach volleyball, and uh, my wife mm. thought it was volleyball. But thankfully, volleyball doesn't have that rule because I would have felt bad watching it. You know what I mean? If that mm-hmm. was like mandatory, but they don't have any. The women in volleyball, are like, yeah, I saw some beach volleyball the other day, and they're they're wearing 
they wear they wear bikinis, but they prefer to. Right. Um, but they have a choice. Sure. But the the handball women. The men wear something different. They wanted to wear what the men wore, and yeah, that makes so. no sense. And Pink reached out and said, "I'll pay your fine." The artist, I re- Pink. yeah, I read about that. Yeah, so you know what? I think NFL players should have to wear bikinis when they're playing. <laughs> like, can you imagine offensive linemen in a thong and a tutu? Yeah. you have to wear a tutu if yeah. you're on the defensive line. That would be hot, <laughs> uh, especially ratings. if you're like Dwight Free and you do the spin move. <laughs> I think the ratings would plummet. <laughs> Man, I can't watch that. <laughs> Football is gay, man. <laughs> Shit, I thought they were just kidding. Man, we're going to watch some curling. <laughs> Let's watch some curling. <laughs> oh, God. Well, dude, we are getting close to football. Yes, man. August 5th is the Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. That's like the first game before preseason. Cowboys, right? Steelers. Open the, open the season up. Right. Uh, and then preseason starts after that. Yeah, man. And we are, as of today, what is it? August fourth. We are five weeks away. Ooh, wee! Yeah, we are five weeks away from actual football. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I know you're excited about it. Um, we also gonna um, we're gonna make an official uh, day for our party. We decided not to have it on the day of a game. Right. Our pregame uh, part is just pregame before the season. We're going to load up to the season like a tailgate with no game so that nobody misses their game. Right. So, uh, and we get a chance to kind of, you know, chat with, you know, because once the game's on, I'm not going to want to talk to any of you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We'll give you more information. Go to the Facebook groups, FNFL Pod group, and uh, we'll give you more information. So, um, when we pick a date and, a time and all that stuff. It's probably going to be uh, where I have my comedy club, the Laugh mm. House. So uh, we'll square it away and uh, stay tuned for that. We'll also put the information on Patreon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, speaking of the start of the season, somebody who appears to be poised to miss the start of the season is Mr. Carson Wentz. What? Who? What the fuck is this timeline? He injures his foot, and they say, yeah, he's going to have surgery. He's going to be out 5 to 12 weeks. <laughs> have you ever heard? That's a pretty pretty broad. I mean, that's like that. the difference between, I mean, five weeks from now is like, okay, well, he'll be there for the first game of the season. But if mm. we're talking 12 weeks. Yeah, he's going to miss the first quarter of the season. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I yeah, <clears throat> apparently this is an injury that goes pretty far back. Uh, and he wanted to play through it. And oh, wow. I don't know. Didn't they say another player on their team had the same exact injury, needs the same surgery? From it, the well, same no. Doctor? What happened was is that, uh, what's his name? Um, wait, what? Yeah. Quentin Quint Nelson is the guy. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> guess how long it says he's going to be injured, he's going to be out for? Let me guess. Five to 12 weeks. <laughs> exact same injury. Weird. Oh, yeah. It, uh, that makes it feel like it's a, uh, is it the turf? You know what I mean? You start wondering stuff like that. Mm. Even though it's Well, no, no worries, Colts fans, because you have signed Brett Hundley. Ever, heard, ever heard of him? <laughs> uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's right. He, uh, he might be good, man. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. He used to be Aaron Rodgers' backup. Oh, okay. Uh, he actually played a few games in 2017 when Rodgers broke his collarbone. Mm-hmm. Didn't go well, uh, obviously. Uh, and he's been a journeyman backup QB ever since. I never heard of this dude, man. No, he's been in Seattle. Oh, no wonder. But he never played a snap. I think he has a year in Arizona. Um, it's my quarterback. Yeah. 
Well, actually, it seems like your quarterback might be Jacob Eason. He's already on the roster. Uh, okay. They're saying that he's basically the best one they have available. He's actually a uh, – yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I can tell you about him a little bit because it, I, I know him from being a former Georgia Bulldog who was a backup to Jake Fromm, mm. uh, got frustrated – because he couldn't beat Jake Fromm for the position, so he wound up transferring to University of Washington. Oh, damn. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Basically, what we're looking at is a, a Colts team that looked to be one reliable QB away from being a Super Bowl contender, and yeah, now the no. rug has been pulled out right off oh, the Not good. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a bad time to be a Colts fan. Well, um, the, 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 the positive outlook, I would say, is that no matter what, the defense was going to – Carry them? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, but we saw last year what happens to the Colts when when, when that's the yeah. only nail you can hang your hat on. Yeah, good point. Right? Yeah. Uh, and just imagine if, if Phillip Rivers just makes that tackle with his leg. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking turtle tackle. Yeah. <laughs> um, the turtle tackle. <laughs> the, the most interesting thing that has come out since, since this injury to Wentz which, I mean, we spoke about this on the phone yesterday. There are a ton of rumors that yeah. the Colts are considering bringing in Nick Foles <laughs> as a backup. That would be so crazy. <laughs> I mean, if, for those of you who don't remember, uh, you know, Wentz was lighting it up with the Eagles, got injured, Nick Foles comes in and just couldn't be beat for some reason. And when Wentz was healthy, they they just they, they rolled with Foles and, and they won the Super Bowl. And now there's a statue outside of the Philadelphia Eagles stadium of Frank Wright and Nick Foles from that. I did not know that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's li- I mean, is like, damn, every time it feels like it just happens. Over and 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 over again. Oh, my God. That was the perfect rollout. For one of our new sounds on the soundboard, yeah, well, man. well done. I, I mean, the 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 chaos junkie in me absolutely wants Nick Foles in Indianapolis just to see how this goes. Uh, but, but what is how does Indianapolis feel? They just not gonna want that. No, probably not. <laughs> uh, Gardner Minshew is out there as well. <laughs> they just not gonna want that. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, he's not a free agent, but but he's clearly you know he thinks he's gonna win. He th- he thinks he's out there competing for the number one job, right? Because he they're just not gonna want that. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say the other day? He's like, I'm not about number two. I'm yeah. not. I'm not even poop. Like I don't even. I stopped pooping. I stopped pooping. Yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. I forget exactly. what I don't he even said. poop, man. I'm. I'm ain't about uh, number two. Yeah. I don't. Gardner Minch is insane. He he thinks he's in a QB competition, but I think he's a little more like. Remember Ed Norton in Fight Club? You know, he's basically <laughs> in a fight with himself. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, don't spoil the movie. If you haven't seen Fight Club by now. Um, what? He's fighting himself? Here's here's the reason why I should be why I would be a little worried if I were a Colts fan. I looked this up yesterday. Mm-hmm. The first five games of the season, which you are presumably not going to have Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have either Jacob Eason or this Hunley character. Week one, Seahawks. And then, and then you got the Rams. Wait, and then you wait, got wait, wait, say that again. <laughs> Seahawks. You lose. Rams. You lose. Titans. You lose. Dolphins. 
You lose. And then the Ravens. Oof. You lose. <clears throat> That's your first five games of the season. Could, they might be the, Dol- the Dolphins. On there, the only game that's winnable is the Dolphins. Feels like. On paper. Who knows what the happens sure. to these teams. But I'm just saying, you could be going into week six of the season, like, at best, one and four. Yeah, feeling like you just keep losing. Over and 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 over. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. And like you said, Quentin Nelson, obviously he's out. He's a big part of their pass protection. So who knows? Also, injury to Matthew Stafford, jammed his thumb, following through on a throw. But they've done an x-ray. He seems to be fine. Don't don't um, panic, Rams fans. No panic. You don't have to put in John Wolford. Remember when John Wolford showed up last last oh, season? Yes. <laughs> that was an interesting. It's so crazy to drop off to some of these backups, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So the the X ray came back negative. That's good. That's good. Uh, the Ravens are another team that appear to be in just a little bit of trouble. You got Lamar Jackson out with COVID again. Damn. Uh, for those of you counting, this is the second time. He has managed to contract the virus. On top of that, they have, um, what's his name? Hollywood Brown out with what appears to be a fairly significant hamstring injury. Oh. So he's out indefinitely. That might might mess with him all season. Could. uh, And, I mean, they still have, you know, Sammy Watkins who can... uh, Teleport. Exactly. But he's pretty injury prone as well. Mm. Um, Damn. I don't know if you saw this news. Panthers safety JT eBay, I, I believe is how you pronounce mm-hmm. his name, immediately tossed out of practice and later dropped by the team after he absolutely lit up receiver uh, Keith Kirkwood. Yeah. With an ugly shot. It was a dirty shot Did to the head it? on a cross. I saw, yeah, I saw like kind of a bad video of it. So okay. Know, um, Kirkwood was carried off on a stretcher, taken to yeah. the hospital where he was obviously diagnosed with a concussion. Uh, so JT eBay, that, that if anybody was keeping count on the length of his career, that was it. It's over. <laughs> um, I was wondering, like, what he's a first year player. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering about that. Like, and I think he was undrafted. Every, okay, so I was which doesn't help does, either. I was wondering, does every like player get? Are there players that be, you know get a smack on the wrist, or is this just one of those things that you're done no matter who you are? Mm. That's what I was wondering. I mean, clearly it would. I mean, if this was Jamal Adams, you know, they're not going <laughs> to. Seahawks wouldn't just like cut Jamal Adams right. because. Yeah, it says eBay got signed in April. Right. This guy's. So, yeah, he's undrafted. Yeah, he's yeah. undrafted free agent. If you And if you are that, hey, don't do that. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You, who, who you try, I guess he was trying to show off, like, you know, show his physicality. Nah, but you also got to show your intelligence. Hey, 20 years ago, you yeah. know, he, he would have been celebrated for well, yeah. maybe not in Ken, not maybe not against one of your own players, but. Right. There's that and then there's like if Kirkwood doesn't go out on a stretcher too. Hmm. Like if he doesn't hit him in the head like say he lost. Hell, 10 years ago the Saints would have signed him as soon as the Panthers cut him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Go for the head. I need to find that audio clip. <laughs> exactly. Of Williams. Like, yeah. you aim for the head. Hit the head or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. What a piece of shit. Uh, high drama at Giants camp yesterday. Oh, yeah. Apparently there was a massive fight. Uh, All before the Hall of Fame game, they're fighting. Damn. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What happened here? Running back Corey Clement broke free with a big gain. Defensive back Logan 
Ryan leveled tight end Evan Ingram after the play ended. Ooh, you know he did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And somehow Daniel Jones ended up on the bottom of this massive pile of people. That's not good. Fighting. Um, Of course, Joe Judge completely freaked out and started yelling at everyone. We do not care. Right. Uh, and he had he basically just like kind of paused practice and made everybody fucking run around the field for like an hour. But then did you hear that they didn't run as hard as he wanted? No, I didn't hear that. So then he made them do uh, push-ups or something like that? Nice. So they, they didn't run hard enough for him. Then he made them do push-ups and he said how it wasn't acceptable. Um, but, they, you know, there's a fight in pretty much every camp. But it's at the end normally, so this is that's what concerned me. Like that's what when you wrote me, I was like, "Damn, already?" Because normally it's like, but right before teams start practicing against other teams or whatever, you know, then they let it out on them, and you know, there's a fight. I mean, Daniel Jones has a hard enough time standing on his feet, so you know, <laughs> the last thing you want to do is put your franchise quarterback at the bottom of a fucking uh, pile. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. It's like that's yeah. We we're talking about that. Like if he if he would have gotten hurt, like being on the bottom of a pile of the fight. And really, like I don't know, hurt something, broke his ankle or some shit like that. Mm. I mean, when, how soon before teams start making that emergency phone call to Houston? Mm. Saying, I, hey, I real, I, I'm starting to think that that phone call is going to happen soon. Yeah, yeah, desperation, man. Desperate times call for desperate measures, man. Mm-hmm. I really, I really think it's going to happen. The problem is he's going to just be asking for massages. Over and 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 over again. Yeah. So that's the only downfall of that. The only one. Yeah, sure. But he's hurt. What? Or he's not playing. He didn't practice yesterday. Well, that's because. They said an ankle injury. I don't believe that. I was thinking, I was wondering what you thought. I don't about believe that. that. I don't believe that at all. I think the reason why he's not there is because they are actually trying to figure out how to get rid of him. I think at this point, um, well, you don't tell people that he's got an ankle injury. Yeah, that's well, the last thing you want to do. If you're trying well, to get you could rid of tell somebody. the media that he has an ankle injury, and you could be secretly having phone calls with people saying, "Look, he doesn't have an ankle injury. We're just trying to keep him off the practice field." Okay. But I don't uh, but uh, to your point, I don't know why you would need to do that. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I guess to not find them. We talked about the fine thing. Sure. But they could But if it's your organization and you run it, can't you decide like no, I'm, not I'm not going finding to find him? him? Yeah, yeah. Or is there some kind of rule that says that you have to find him whether you want to or not? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, would I don't understand the, the bylaws and all that kind of stuff. Um we got a couple of transactions. Uh, Former Colts edge rusher Justin Houston signs with Ravens. He was one of the big big name free agents that was out there available. Dude had 19 sacks over the last two seasons with the Colts. Oh, wow. I'd say watch the fuck out for that dude. Yeah, man. Uh, What else? uh, Saints. Saints signed former Falcon running back Devontae Freeman. I'm not really sure why. (laughs) Um, I mean, Freeman, you know, has, has... like many running backs, kind of predictably sort of falling off a cliff. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of these guys do, and 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 he's been having trouble finding a place to play. Devontae Freeman from Florida State. Mm-hmm. But he can he can catch it out of the backfield, too. That can, oh, that yeah, might work. absolutely. That might work with the Saints. Sure. Because they like to use their running backs in the passing game, so that might be pretty smart. I, it could be. I, I mean, I hope not. 
but yeah, we'll see. Uh, my man, former Bulldog Nick Chubb signs three-year extension with the Browns, $36.6 million. Yeah. <laughs> $20 million guaranteed. $20 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Damn. And he's got his cereal coming out. Brother's going to be getting the bag this year. Chubb Crunch. Chubb Crunch. He's going to be making mad cash this year. That's good. I'm right? Glad for, I'm glad for him. Every running back should do that. You know your life, your career is shorter, statistically as a running back. So yeah, come out with a cereal. Come out with a cereal. Get that extension, and you're good. Because he'll probably not, you know, have another big contract after this one. No, as a running back, statistically, you know, probably not. Unless he's an anomaly, but you know, mm-hmm. could be. Um, Get your cereal, son. <clears throat> exactly. We got some uh, well continuing COVID news, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Zimmer. Uh, is letting his feelings be known about okay. unvaccinated players after his rookie draft pick, Kellen Mond, tested positive, forcing the majority of the Q- QB room, Kirk Cousins included, to sit out due to close contact. What did Mike What did Mike say? We also found out during this that Kirk Cousins is unvaccinated. I don't know if you remember this from last year. His his He kind of famously commented on, on the vaccine or, or COVID saying, if I get it, if I die, I die. Fuck it. That was Kirk Cousins' comment. Okay. Um, <laughs> we need a you like that, too. So. You know uh, what I'm saying? We need that. Yeah, Kirk exactly. Cousins. You like that. Yeah. Uh, what, the, the interesting thing about this is that, you know, I mean, luckily this happens during preseason. But, I mean, this, like, what happened to the Vikings the other day is essentially exactly what happened to the Broncos mm-hmm. when they wind up having to throw yeah. a wide receiver out as a, as a quarterback. Um, so that's kind of, you know, obviously Zimmer is like, you know, if something like this happens the day before a game, like, the, it, what are we supposed to do? Um, yeah, but what did he say? Like, we need to fuck. What did he say? Does he have any? He actually kind of came out and started like kind of went a little deeper into he's like, look, we've got players on our squad who are. You know, they're they're listening to their own sort of sources of information about this. We've provided everybody with all the information that you could possibly want to kind of, uh, you know, relieve any anxiety about the dangers of taking the vaccine. Uh, and these guys are just essentially Fucking choosing stupid. not to listen. They're just stupid. He, Have you heard about uh, uh, mm. Shaheen? Mm-mm. Did you mention him? Mm-mm. The uh, tight end of the Dolphins That's probably why I heard about it. But uh, apparently he's a he's a big time right winger. Um, there's some there's some like uh, I don't really like when they do this, but there's this like uh, snitch um, like a page or account on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. that digs in people's past tweets and stuff like that. Oh Jesus! And they went through Ryan Shaheen's and um, like dropped a bunch of stuff he did like. Uh, retweeting like Shapiro shit and like Trump stuff and stuff like that and um know, supporting the the guys who bought, who rushed the uh on the January 6th all of that stuff the in, was insurrection mm. and and obviously I don't I think that's fucked up but I also think it's fucked up to try to out the dude for all that. I don't know whatever but he won't he his his um location on Twitter is uh somewhere unmasked Oh wow! And he's like against the vaccine and all okay. that, and then a few tight ends have caught COVID because of this guy. Right. 
And it's like, all these, I don't know. I would I would understand if teams started cutting players who are like I, I think I would have that's to take a hard ha- stance. Like, listen, that's going to happen. You you're not playing this year. <clears throat> guys who are, guys who uh, you know who are on the bubble, who you know are obviously not marquee players. You're going to see guys getting cut because they haven't gotten the vaccine. Uh, Ron Rivera is the other coach who who came out strongly this week. Um, sort of pleading with his with his players. Um, because if you remember, Ron Rivera was battling cancer last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah. And the cancer treatment that he had uh, has left him sort of severely immune deficient. Oh, okay. So he's at more risk than your average person. Um, he, he said, I think just making the statement that I, I'm immune deficient is hopefully part of the, the conversation and their thought process that will help these guys kind of, you know, maybe lean towards getting vaccinated. Less than 24 hours after making this statement, Washington football team had five guys who Burgers? tested positive oh. for, for COVID. <laughs> right? Uh, they probably also had five guys, mm-hmm. which five is a guys. great, <laughs> yeah, great yeah, yeah. burger restaurant. <clears throat> Uh, I, I said Ryan Shaheen. It's Adam Shaheen is his name, the mm-hmm. tight end. I want to correct that. Mm. But yeah, uh, the, uh, hopefully uh, more co- like these coaches are older. They're kind of in the uh, risk zone, you know. What I'm saying? People on these staffs, a lot of times, at least one member of the staff is in the risk, is at risk or whatever. And um, these players aren't thinking about that because you got to remember they're fucking twenty to twenty five years old, and they mm. probably feel invincible, but. As the rest of the country and the rest of the world needs to understand, is that it's not just affecting you if you get this shit. But you, you, you know, mm. it's really, uh, really annoying to me that the whole, like the whole tight end, like Miami had to sign tight ends because of this guy getting. They don't have anybody to practice with because they had to put these people in protocol. That's insane. <laughs> because this fucking dude is an anti-vaxer or whatever, and they're not even actual anti-vaxers. They're just anti-COVID vaccine. You know what I mean? Right. Because they they've all college. got other vaccines. Yeah. You went to college, uh, a, a major school, you probably had to have certain vaccines before you attended. So it's like... I mean, we've all been yeah. vaccinated. We're walking around with all type of shit. I yeah. had the anthrax vaccine. Nice. Yeah, man. It felt like somebody, like a horse kicked me in my arm. <laughs> you think the COVID hurt. That shit. And you had to come back. Like, I got to come back for this shit? Oh, I got to get another one? Damn. What, anthrax booster? What the fuck, man? Shit. That's crazy. If I die, I die. And they're like, no, motherfucker. Roll your sleeve up. That's why it should be mandatory, man. NFL should step in. Mm. Honestly. And say... That uh, we have staff, we have groundskeepers, we have, you know, fucking water boys, all of the shit. You, everybody needs to get it if we're going to play this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, well, first of all, I think that I, I'm not entirely sure that that's legal. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're right about that. Um, but I do think that they're doing probably the next best thing, which is essentially just trying to make it really difficult to be unvaccinated. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, criminal news. No, you're not fucked up, Tom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I wonder if anybody understands no, that reference from uh, Minister Society. I well now now they know. <laughs> Minister, yeah. check that movie out if you haven't seen it. It's the best. I think it's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, gangster movies 
back when like the eighties, nineties when they started doing these. It's a good one. Uh it's really good, man. And uh that cop tricking him up and making him say the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know you don't fucked up. Right? You know you don't fucked up right now. So that's the criminal news. What's going on? Uh Florida judge agrees to destroy the Robert Kraft rub and tug massage parlor videotape. Uh that was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was rejected. Listen to this shit. The videotape was rejected as evidence during Get the this trial because the surveillance cameras violated the privacy of the customers who were not paying to have sex. So how about we only show the part with the customer who was paying to have sex? Apparently that's not a thing. Oh my gosh. Uh, like they can't edit. The funny thing about this story, let me see if I can find it. It was like apparently nobody was was charged in this Wow. Uh, man, the rich people just get away, man. Totally. Totally. Uh, it was like they listed all these different people who were who were involved in this thing. And it was like, you know, Robert Kraft and some other dude. And, you know, they got, they beat the charges or they dropped this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then there was one guy who pled guilty, I think. He paid some money. And then there was another guy who was caught in this thing who apparently was from Norway, and instead of just like sticking around to watch this all play out, he just kind of flew home to Norway. <laughs> so, so there's a Norwegian who's wrapped up in all of this. Oh wow! I don't he's know. Probably, he's probably making rules for women and how they have to dress in in beach. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we're tracking in Norway or if this guy is listening. But uh, yeah, we're looking for you, man. If you're the guy who who flew away from this, call us. No, you're not fucked up. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. Call us. We want to talk to you. No, it does. We want to talk to you. We want to see. Uh, no, you're not fucked up. Why? Why? Why would you do this? <laughs> uh, more criminal news. Vikings cornerback Jeff Gladney has been indicted for assaulting a woman. Oh, I can't do it, man. Um, what were you gonna do? When he said his name, I was gonna do the air horn, but I can't do it with the uh, assaulted one. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah, shame, shame on you, shame, shame on you, shame. By the end of the day yesterday, the Vikings had announced that he had been cut. This dude was their 2020 first round pick. I really, really like that they did that. Me too. Uh, so I didn't know it was their 2020 first round pick. Listen to what he did. This guy's a fucking knucklehead. Oh, see, I didn't hear the whole story. Okay. A woman caused Gla- uh, uh, accused Gladney of shoving her face and pulling her toward her iPhone as she attempted as as he attempted to force her to use her phone's Face ID feature so that he could see text messages on her phone. Damn. Uh, so abusive and jealous. He he's like. You know, yeah, trying to fake holding her by the back of her head, like trying to jam. What are we? Okay, so uh, she also claims that he punched her and choked her. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was their number one overall pick. Started 15 games as a rookie, uh, and now his future in football is in doubt. It says. Uh, do you think if um, if a team uh, responds properly like this, right? Mm-hmm. The Vikings, they. Got this guy out of his team, off his team, off their team, and hopefully out the league. Yeah, um, he was their first round pick in 2020. Yep. Do you think the NFL should reward them with doing the right thing, like some type of compensatory Ooh, pick? That's an interesting. Um... Like maybe maybe do it like one round below. If you if you do something for like a moral, a do the right thing pick. A do the right thing compensatory I like this. pick. Like, yeah, we like know that teams are apprehensive about cutting a good guy. Like, say, what's his name? Uh, Greg Hardy. 
Sure. Who was like a top defender in the league. And mm. then he was on Dallas and all of that shit went down. And then it's like you, you can kind of understand why a team feels like, damn, I lose this guy. I get nothing back. And it's just, you know, mm. almost like it, they have to choose the business side over the right thing. Right. So if they do the right thing like this, you know, maybe I, maybe not get the first round pick back because you could maybe do, especially if he had issues in the past, whatever background check. I have two. I have two feelings about that. One, it's sad that that would be necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, um, I kind of like this idea. Um, I've said this many times to my wife, who was probably tired of hearing me say this, <laughs> but there is no inherent like moral compass within the system of capitalism. Right. right? Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't exist. We like we pretend that it does. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. Right? Very true. Uh we're all in this together. Or like all these stupid catchphrases they come up with. Mm-hmm. Um they're not true. Right? Agreed. It's about money. That's the only compass that guides, mm-hmm. you know, the light forward. Uh or keep or and money keeps Keeps you from going towards the light. You know what I mean? Right. And a lot of times, you know, don't, I I always try to say, like, don't get confused. Like, a lot of times when teams do actually wind up doing the right thing, they're doing it because they know that it's a PR nightmare if they don't, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, the fact that they've done the right thing is is sort of, uh, you know, secondary to not losing Mm -hmm. money, basically. Not in this particular case. This was an, perhaps maybe an easier decision because you're dealing with a guy who's, you know, he's last year he's a rookie. Um, but look at like Ray Rice. <clears throat> right. He was star running back on a team. One of the That's an even better example. Team. Sure. And uh, they had this information. Like the Vikings got the information before we all knew. Because when I saw this news, it came across on the ticker. I didn't know exactly what he did. It just said the. It actually said that the uh, information of what he did hasn't been fully released yet. So I didn't know until you just said that mm. um, when I saw it. So I was like, "Damn, he must have done some horrible shit for them to like cut him from the team." The mm. Ray Rice thing was worse than this. Right. He knocked her out cold. It's on video. Right. They saw the video and they were like, "Let's uh, let's let's keep you know let's we'll." We'll just keep him on the team and you know what I mean? Dis- discipline him for two days or whatever. Then right. the video comes out publicly, yeah. and then they had to go back on it. Which um, well, I think thankfully, I think that the Ray Rice situation uh, has you know in some ways sort of lowered the not I don't maybe not lowered the bars maybe not the right phrase I'm looking for, but it has it, it like. Now we're in a situation where a guy who who assaulted a you know you you would argue that the thing that Ray Rice did was way worse than what Jeff Gladney did. Yeah, as, you know what I mean. But I think that the Ray Rice situation and how poorly it was handled yeah. has led to a scenario which I think is a good thing, mm-hmm. where teams are actually having to respond to these things no matter how severe yeah. they are. Yeah, set the precedence. Right? Is that what you're trying to say? Sets the precedence. Sure, maybe. Kinda. We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it did. And um, yeah, thankfully, this wasn't as bad of a situation because that was horrible to watch. But this is horrible too to even hear about. Yeah, yeah, that was sickening the way he dragged her off the elevator. Oof. But uh, this one is uh, sickening as well, holding her. Like, it sounds horrifying. Mm -hmm. Like, imagining like my sister being 
held like that by some oh, professional yeah. athlete that has punched and hit her and stuff like that. It's a fucking knucklehead. Yeah. So uh, I would I think it would be a good look for the NFL to be like, cause, because when teams do that, it makes the NFL look better. Hmm. If teams don't take him, like say say nobody picks him back up and he's just out of the league, uh, I'm not. And uh, it sounds like I'm saying cancel, but whatever. Maybe he'll go get some help and then they'll have right. some. I don't know, but uh, hmm. I just think that it's it it shows how tough it is for a team to make that decision when, as you said, uh, money rules the whole thing. Yeah, and that's a big loss of a. Well, first and round. I still think that there are certain players that could have done what Jeff Gladney did, and they would still. And they would get suspended for two weeks, and they would still be playing. There are certain players where there's no way you're gonna. Yeah. yeah. Forty nine er. George Kittle does this. You think they're gonna cut George Kittle? No. I'm not saying he would do that, but I'm just giving right. an example. You know what I mean? But if he did, like, say if he did, right? George mm-hmm. Kittle is a pretty good example. If he did, and then they parted ways with him, mm-hmm. but then his. Uh, bonuses didn't count as dead money. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Something like that. Mm. Sure. Like it does, like sure. all right, you can you can keep them if you want. You can right. do a four game suspension, mm-hmm. but if you decide to part ways with them, it won't hurt your cap. He'll keep his money. That's good. And it but it won't hurt your cap and keep you from being able to compete. Now, do what you want to do, but here's But in that situation wouldn't wouldn't I? I am. All of these players have some sort of conduct type clause in their contracts. I would imagine that they would probably be free of paying that money anyway. I don't know. That's a good. If point. they violated the conduct, um, that that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But if that's the case, then it makes it even easier for them to do the right thing in the future. But that, it's hard for yeah, them to lose, is, losing games. Then true. it comes to winning. That's true. It's like uh, if you do that, then you get to take the best tight end from your division. And they're on your team now. Mm. <laughs> so George Kittle does that, yeah. and they go grab. I don't know who's the best tight end in the NFC West besides him. Mm. He's head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, I don't that know. would be funny. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like, "Hey, man, you, you saw, you know, she's cheating on you, right?" <laughs> the Seahawks will be, "Hey, man, do you really love her?" <laughs> Let's go get George Kittle, man. Let's just start some shit. <laughs> Jesus, what a what a storyline that would be! Wow. Uh, uh, further criminal news: The Bills are asking for a new stadium to be 100 percent funded by the taxpayers. I include this in the criminal I part. I hate these motherfuckers because man. I think that publicly funding stadiums for billionaires is a fucking scam. Yeah, agreed, man. Um, absolute fucking scam. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Um, Shame. I think the guy, I don't remember the guy, the family that owns the Bills is the same family that owns the Buffalo Sabres, the hockey team. That's even worse. Which is one of the worst managed teams in the NHL. It's an absolute shit show. Uh, They're already threatening to move the team to Austin, Texas, if they don't get what they want. Imagine that. Billionaires, man. But they are who we thought they were. Exactly. That's a good <laughs> point. Uh, and uh, you'd have three teams in Texas. That would be. Well, can't the NFL block that shit? Of course they can. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's no, it's not going to happen. Who wants a team in Austin? All those. I don't know. Nobody. They don't have no fans. People from Austin? 
I mean, they're probably all Cowboys fans, I would imagine. There's already a... Isn't a, it right? I mean, Austin is... Probably is Cowboys. Houston? Austin Where's, is close to San Antonio. It's an hour from San Antonio. It's like... But I'm thinking... I drove through... Like Southwest. Is it Houston? I think Austin is close to... Like, the biggest city That's is... closer to Houston. Houston, yeah. I drove through there years ago. Right? Uh, yeah. They don't need a football team. No, they already got two football teams. And they got Joe Rogan now. Oh, really? A lot of comedians moved there from... Uh, L.A. because everything got shut down, and then Joe Rogan moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. So it like took this whole ecosystem. Like Austin is pissed oh, that wow. all of these transplants came there and uh, brought like real comedy. Interesting. <laughs> Don't get me started on them and their whole uh, uh, woke uh, woke brand of comedy. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, so i I stumbled onto this article. I called you yesterday. We talked about this a little bit. Mm. I found this article. It was called the biggest questions in oh, yeah. every division um this is on bleacher report uh, exactly the biggest questions yeah uh i was the thing that sort of caught my attention was was that I felt like the questions they were asking within each of these divisions was actually in most cases, not the, even the most interesting question for the division, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I figured I would sort of, you know, I would give you their question, and then we could kind of run through sort of some of my own thoughts, some of your thoughts, or whatever. Okay. So uh, let's do it. In the AFC East, mm-hmm. their question- Biggest question in the entire their, division. Their biggest question was, will Tua step up and show he's the real deal? That's the biggest question in the Apparently, AFC. that's the biggest question to them. I mean, it is a fair question. Right, mm-hmm. but it's not even c- close to the biggest question I have for this division. I don't think it's even the biggest quarterback question in the division. Right. Well, for me, top of my list is what week of the NFL schedule will be the week that Zach Wilson's mom has a complete Instagram <laughs> meltdown. Right, because I'm putting my money on week eight when the Jets lose to the Bengals. Mm. Right, Sh- she'll have been holding her tongue this whole time, practicing restraint. But losing to the Bengals, that's going to be the last straw. She's going to snap, right? Yeah, I uh, agree. I, I think she will snap. And it'll be fun to watch from our point of view. Yeah. On a more serious note, I'm curious if Josh Allen will be that good again. Yeah. Are the Bills really poised to kind of take over That's a, Yes, exactly. I think right? that's why I said like quarterback-wise. I mean, That's t- a way better t- question than, than what the Tua. fuck's going on with Tua. Uh, yeah. I'm also curious if the Patriots are back. A little scary to think, but you know when you consider how many people held out or not held out, how many people opted out because of COVID last year, their aggressive, uh, st- you know, picking up free agents, which is something they haven't done previously. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, still worried about Cam Newton. I was going to say Cam and Mac Jones. There's that whole thing. Yeah, I, it, who's going to quarterback there? Uh, was is is Bill Belichick just done without uh, Tom Brady? I I mean, fair question. Obviously, week four isn't it? Week four isn't that the week? That's the week that the the Buccaneers come to Foxborough. Yeah, I think so. Everybody is saying that this is like <laughs> the biggest regular season game in NFL in in recent NFL. Yeah, history. probably yeah. 
there's gonna be so much hype and narrative. Yeah, they're gonna. This. Oh, they're gonna. Ugh, it's gonna be disgusting. They might bring Bob Costas in for this one. We're not gonna see it because it's gonna happen at fucking two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, speak for yourself, Skiff. Oh, you gonna stay awake? <laughs> you know I'm gonna stay up and watch that. I'm shit. not staying awake. I'm staying up. We're gonna be talking about that. I might live pod that shit. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I'll come in here and watch it because my wife would be like, hey, man. I'm not really sure I'm going to stay up for that. (laughs) Uh, AFC North, their big question is, do the Browns finally have a good defense? Okay. Do the Browns finally have a good defense? They had a pretty good defense last year. What? I mean. AFC North? You got Big Ben? 18th season? I yeah, I'm more interested to find out if if Ben Rapey Burger can, <laughs> you know, lead the Steelers for a season that's actually longer than ever. Like and also like we keep saying, did they have they really kept him too long? I, I think the answer to that is yes. Mm. I also hope that Juju keeps dancing on the logos because that hit last year where the mm. Bengals absolutely lit him up, in my opinion, yeah. was like one of the best hits I've seen in over a decade. Um, but I said this last week, my biggest question in this division, in all honesty, is have the, have the Ravens hit their ceiling, Mm, right? Yeah, that's good. I mean, the predictable play calls from last season, COVID issues, Hollywood Brown trying to be the number one receiver, but now he's got this fucking hamstring injury. Yeah. Um, obviously they got teleporting Sammy Watkins, but I'm not sure that's really going to (laughs) matter. I mean, I like the Ravens. I really do. But I'm yeah. worried that there's something wrong with this team. Yeah, good point. I I, I mean... Yeah, I, there's way better questions than that. And then you got the Joe Burrow thing, too. That's true. He actually. was looking good and, yeah. That's so. true. Will he... Um, will he... I mean, the Bengals. Who knows? Uh, gonna, that's the last year for that coach, so... As probably. We, as we talked about. Probably. AFC South. Their big question. Carson Wentz. Is he going to have a bounce back year? <laughs> well, uh, I think that's pretty much ruined now. Five to 12 weeks. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, foot injury aside, I mean, I mean, seriously, there are so many more interesting questions in this division. I mean, what the hell are the Texans going to do with Deshaun Watson, exactly. for That's the biggest question right there. Uh, there are QBs going down in training camp. I mean, dropping like flies it, it only makes this situation more fascinating. Yeah. Right? Because it's going to do this is where I mean, talk about what we were just what we were just discussing a minute ago, this mm-hmm. idea of like doing the right thing. Yeah. There is no right thing. No. I mean, I guess there is a right, uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. You know what? I Listen take that to back. victims. I think the right thing I personally think that the right thing would have been for the NFL to put right. him on the commissioner exempt list until this thing blows over. Yeah, or is yeah, squared away. Uh, Make it, exactly. Force and him to do a, a not s- until a it blows over, until it's a, until it's sorted resolved. Out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, this is really going to get interesting, and especially as we get into preseason games, if there are yeah. more quarterbacks who start getting injured, like, I mean, I mean, I think about it. It's going to be nuts. Uh, the other question I have in this division is how many tears will I cry when I see Julio catch his first TD pass in a oh. Titans jersey? <laughs> you might cry tears of joy. <sighs> Maybe. We'll see. Just happy for the guy. It'll be a little bit of a mixture of the both. Yeah. Yeah. Just like uh, Patriots fans had to watch Tom Brady hoist the trophy for another team, but a lot of them were happy about it. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, my favorite question in this division 
In a 17-game season, how many times will Jags coach Urban Meyer <laughs> whine like a little bitch in the post-game presser? How many times? In a 17-game season, I'm guessing the answer is probably 17. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's the Tim Tebow shit. I, yes. I, does uh, he make the team? I don't know. If he does... <laughs> wrong answer yeah <laughs> for uh what's his name urban meyer uh he scored a touchdown in practice i know I and they it. would not stop talking about that shit and acting like it was just beautiful second coming of jesus yeah man as <sighs> and as i wrote to you when you sent it to me uh <laughs> i know right <laughs> that's what we need a fucking vomit <laughs> sound <laughs> uh as i wrote to you like i'd be pissed if i was a tight end on uh, you know on the depth chart that he mm. took that rep from me. This right. thir- 33 yeah. year old quarterback yeah. got that rep uh-huh. on the goal line when I could have gotten that chance to show the team what I got. But uh. you got this 33 year old quarterback. Ugh. Absolutely. Be so pissed. And nobody's talking about that. No. The media just eating up this Tim Tebow shit, but nobody's talking about the roster spot that he's filling for some dude. I'm telling you, dude, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna make the cut. Yeah. It's gonna be they probably will. They're trying they're trying their best to get him. It's gonna be good for PR wise, it's gonna be good for the team. Yeah, at Khan least, is at all least over initially. Uh, yeah. initially it will be. Uh AFC West. Will the Chargers new head coach Brandon Staley be a boom or bust? We do not care. <laughs> is basically how I feel about this. I mean, this is has to be one of the dumbest questions of all the divisions that they have. Brandon the Staley. The yeah. coach? Mm. Oh, is he going to be a boomer? But uh, what? Who cares? Uh, in the AFC West, in one of the most interesting divisions in football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my question is obviously the obvious question in general is: Can the Chiefs remain? Yeah, the team can they to go beat? back to their third Super Bowl? In a row? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what week will the wheels come off the bus for the Raiders? His- <laughs> history tells us it'll be week eight or nine. Yeah, is Justin Herbert as I predicted? Is he just never heard of him? Not going to do anything? Right. Never never heard of this guy. Biggest question in this division for me is actually when will the Broncos realize that a QB competition between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater is about as meaningless as a promise from Donald Trump? <laughs> Honestly. We do not care. Yeah, uh, they need a real quarterback. Man. The fact that John Elway, one of the greatest to ever grip it and rip it, is mm. not stepping in and saying this ain't going to cut it is kind of beyond me, mm. to be honest. Or saying, put me in, coach. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even really matter who wins this QB competition because neither one of them is going to lead them to a title game. So what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. And they're wasting one of the best rosters they've had in a decade. True. true. Uh, yeah. Everybody's saying that this team, like defense, yeah, the receivers like they team. have, yeah. all, everything is in place. Except for quarterback. And you're Except telling for me Deshaun you're... Watson. And it, I'm telling you, <laughs> it makes the most sense. Yeah. Football-wise. Yeah. Like, all shit aside, um, very strange what's going on in Denver, I think. Uh, okay, NFC East. Will Daniel Jones have what everyone is now calling the Josh Allen leap and prove that he's the answer at QB for the Giants? <laughs> Uh, we're 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 being told that no. The answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no to that question. Well, I don't believe in um, Daniel Jones, man. 
I hope he proves me wrong, but it's like, no. Nah. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's so many questions in this. What is, for the last two years, has been the worst division in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are once again good on paper. We'll see how that goes. Is um, that the biggest question in that division? I would say it has something to do with Dak Prescott, I would think. I'm curious to see if Fitzmagic can actually make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Is that possible? Uh, Jalen Hurts, can he finally prove that he belongs in the NFL? A lot mm-hmm. of disrespect. Yeah. Coming his way last year. I oddly, Can the Eagles do anything losing their coach on that weird, you know, firing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because they got Sirianni in there now, and it's a little bit like... Yeah, Mr. Rock, Paper, Scissors. We'll see yeah. how that goes. So it's like, there's uh, there's more questions than that. Uh, I mean, they're, I hope they're, they're, they're the over worst. on these questions. I, I hope they're the worst division in football because the Falcons play the NFC East this year. Um, it would suck if they suddenly got good all of a sudden. We had them last year, and we won 10 games. So Nice. Yeah, I would like to do that. Uh, NFC North, how long will Andy Dalton hold off Justin Fields is their big question. I actually think that's, that's a good question. the first good yeah, question yeah. they've asked. Um, so there you go. A good question. I mean, I guess more specifically, you could ask, like, how long will it take Matt, Matt Nagy to kind of figure this out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, he got some first-team snaps yesterday. Right. He got first-team snaps. That was a pad, padded practice, too. Uh, so I think they're trying to make that transition. Andy Dalton was uh, – I saw an interview with him, and uh, Kurt Warner was interviewing him. And he was talking like me. He's like, you're the starter right now, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day he got – Justin Fields got uh, some starter snaps. So. Interesting. So we'll see, It man. seems to me that um, Justin Fields and, well, the way they've been talking about Trey Lance over the last couple of days uh, over at the 49ers oh, so, oh, yeah, camp. Oh, he got some too. A um, lot of hype over there. Mm. Um, they appear to be the two – well, obviously – What's his name? Wilson is going to start, and uh, so is Trevor Lawrence. But of the guys who were, where there's a bit of a question mark, it looks yeah. like Justin Fields and, and Trey Lance are the two. But um, the the thing with those two is they have somebody pushing them too. Yeah, that's Cause true. Because they got you know veteran mm-hmm. quarterbacks they're up against, but Zach Wilson, who's the second string there? It's like they got no choice but to throw this guy to the fire. Mm. So we'll I, see how he. I actually it. think one of the bigger questions in this division is what the hell else do the Vikings really need to be a competitive football team again? I mean, mm. you, you got Zimmer as a head coach who's supposed to be this defensive guru. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins got the bag. Justin Jefferson's amazing. Dalvin Cook. Good cash, homie. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, you know, he's doing his part. Yeah. I mean, come on, Vikings. Third place behind the Bears? Really? That's, yeah. that's where they finished last year. So they start, but they finished the year strong. Yeah, Remember true. They started like zero and four or some shit like that true. when the Bears started four and zero. True. Remember that how I looked at the beginning of the season and yeah. then they gradually regressed to the mean and so mm. yeah. Uh, obviously, the Lions are the Lions. They're gonna, you know, who? Yeah. Bullshit. Not good. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's really even any questions to ask there. Yeah. Uh, biggest question should obviously be what happens with the Packers. This offseason drama between the exactly. front office, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, created so much potential for so many different like rewriting of narratives depending on how well or how poorly the season goes. Um, I would be ready for reporters to be dipping back into this offseason drama in an effort to create meaning throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Like depending on yeah, what definitely. happens. Especially, and then it doesn't seem like this GM is going to shy away from that shit either. Right. 
He seems like quite the dick. It really seems like Jerry Krause type shit, where he wants it to be about himself. He seems from the Bulls. he seems very like a real passive aggressive dick. Yeah, it's almost like he might be part Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Most of our audience is Swedish. <laughs> you guys know you have issues with passive aggressiveness, so don't fucking yeah. come at me and at me yeah, yeah, yeah. and blah blah blah. It's your thing. We're aggressive, aggressive. You guys yeah. are passive. Aggressive. It's a, it's a, deal as, with it. Yes, yeah, as Swedish I'm not saying I'm not a dick. I'm a dick. Yeah, I can be a dick. Their passive aggression is uh, pickled. It's like it's just fermented. It's pickled and fermented. <laughs> it's like and the, buried underground yeah, for ten years. Yeah, it's like still. And then you dig Even it up. Even their food is passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, let's see. NFC West. Their big question was: What will the 49ers defense look like without Robert Salah? Hmm. Eh? We'll see. Sure. That's the NFC West question? I mean, honestly, in a division with the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals, and the 49ers, I mean, this is literally the most interesting question you have? I mean, come on. This is not even the most interesting question related to the 49ers. You got the Richard Sherman drama. You got the Trey Lance nipping at Garoppolo's heels. Not to mention, again, if quarterbacks keep dropping like flies, San Francisco hanging on to Garoppolo could be the smartest thing they've ever done. Mm. Think about that. Imagine him to Denver. People are already talking about that. They're like sitting there going, shit, if Trey Lance is ready, if if he really is ready to go. They got assets. We got a, like, you know, NFL ready, starting, proven, gone to the Super Bowl quarterback that we could Trey trade cash, and get some mad assets for Trey this guy. Cash, homie. Right? Yeah. Um, what else? Matthew Stafford. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, think about it. He he's 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 at the center of really what is one of the most interesting questions, right? Because it's always been, you know, oh, if he didn't, if 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 he played for some team other than the than the Lions, this dude would light up the league. He'd be a top five quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Well. Let's see. Let's it. see. I mean, obviously, you can say, "Well, fuck, he's older now," but still, no. let's go. Yeah, good point. I'm That's rooting for question. him. He's a former bulldog. I'm a homer. Deal with it. Uh, can the Seahawks pull it all together on both sides of the ball at the same time for an entire season? Last mm. year, obviously, they started off amazing on offense, shitty on defense, and then everything flipped upside down. And Russell talking shit in the off season. Yeah, uh, if they can fix that. Yeah, exactly. He'll shut his mouth. I, it, but I mean, if they oh, can, can they is the question. If yeah, they yeah. can play that consistently on both sides of the ball, they're yeah, they it, might be in the Super Bowl. Forget about it. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna go nuts. Um, Cardinals. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I really don't. I I I actually wrote like you know, and especially after hearing you break down the coaches. Oh yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's done, man. This. This year, I, I think the Cardinals might be my fuck that team this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, who can I don't, even if they win 10 games, fuck those guys. I don't give a shit about them. Yeah. Who cares about the Cardinals? Nobody's ever. And they, and they tried to make a free agents, free agent hall. Like, they won free agency. Remember, they were grabbing up players. Yeah. He's getting desperate, man. Cliff and Kingsbury. as much as I can be intrigued by Kyler Murphy. Murray. Murray, Murphy, whatever. See, I don't even care. I didn't want to, you know. Until he manages to get a helmet that, like, proportionally fits his head in a way that doesn't make him look like he belongs in a fucking Star Wars movie or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I I don't even know how he keeps his head up, to be honest with you. Anyway, we'll see. 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, NFC South, their big question was, can Sean Payton succeed in the post-Drew Brees era? That might be the biggest question. Um, or do you disagree? I mean, sure. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he manages like an entire season of this Jameis Winston Taysom Hill situation. I mean, oh, yeah, in the past, was... in the past, everyone always says, "Oh, he's Sean Payton's amazing." Like even when Drew Brees gets injured, you know, he's what is he? He's un, um, almost undefeated in those situations where he has to bring in the backup. Like he he does a great job in those situations okay, when yeah. Drew Brees has been that. out, but we're talking about an entire seventeen game exactly season. So we'll we'll see. Um, more interesting will be to find out if McCaffrey will come raging back for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Madden had him rated the highest running back after sitting out almost the entire season over Derrick Henry, which is fucking dumb. He's white, man. Exactly. It's the white bump. Um, <laughs> the other big question, will the Bucks have a Super Bowl hangover? Mm. Um, that's a yeah, that's a good question. I know. Can that, they do it again? They brought the entire. I just saw this yesterday. They brought mm-hmm. the entire coaching staff back, and the that entire never happens roster. Yeah, pretty much roster. the core of that roster is back. The coaching staff's back. There's I don't know, but the league is going to change, and the league is going to come at them really hard. I agree. So we'll see. It's hard to repeat, yeah. and I know that, like on a personal level, I know that um, you know the Lord doesn't hear from me very often, right? <laughs> But if I could put in just this one request yeah. for this to happen, that would be much appreciated. You know, I mean, not praying very often, you would think God would actually appreciate that. Well, God already sent his answer to you. We do not care. <laughs> See, but that's not... I just think that, you know, all those people who pray every day must yeah. get a little annoying. So I'm just saying, like... That's my one I, prayer. I, I'm yeah. just asking for this. I mean, I literally yeah. have not spoken to God in a long time. Decades. So I'm just... I just need this one uh, favor. Uh, but for me, obviously, as a Falcons fan, main question that everyone should be asking regarding the NFC South is, will I or won't I be bathing naked in, in the Sergio Torg Fountain when the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> win their first Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in the year of our Lord, 2022? <laughs> right. It'll be February, so it'll be a little cold, and yeah. I don't think there's water in the fountain in february but we'll figure bring water out. right we could do it down on the place where i make the ice rink yeah i have a hose <laughs> exactly. big one i will bathe naked on my own ice skating rink mm. if the atlanta falcons win the super bowl this year That's- oh you could do it wearing only a jersey okay so you look like a big falcons baby <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can get some Falcons underwear. Yeah, well, you get like Falcons Speedo. Falcons diaper. Yeah, oh, a Falcons <laughs> adult diaper. Damn. I wonder if there's adult diapers with logos on them. Just check fanatics. <laughs> yeah. For the older fan with the weaker bladder. <laughs> we could so we could just get an adult diaper and put a patch on ours. Yeah, that's what we could do, man. Put a patch we'll on it. Make our own. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, do you have any big questions? Because those are all oh, those are questions. good, man. No, I, I was, I was going are. through them with you. That's good, man. I, I really appreciate you breaking it down like that. And I think all for the most part, there were what two good questions out of the ones that the the, the article had. Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah I, I not like impressed. That we, we still got to do some coaching hot seats too, but maybe we could do that like just before the season starts. Yeah, that's true. I got a little list I've been yeah. working on. 
All right. Well, uh, there's a little treat for you, Patreon subscribers. We're gonna break down the uh, we're gonna break down the fantasy football stuff. We're gonna call the commish, right? And, uh, explain the league. If you're interested in that, then uh, actually, yeah. If you're interested in that, you'll just stay tuned. Um, in a couple of days, we'll drop that episode, and you'll be able to hear it. And then, if you're interested, you and can... we're gonna do that as like a whole separate episode. Yeah, where we're gonna, gonna just up, yeah. like talk to him and 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 figure out what's the deal with the whole fantasy football thing. And I, I'm coming into this as a complete moron. I've never. Yeah. Which is the best because you probably ask questions that noobs would ask, and then they can understand uh, how it goes. Right. And then uh, we'll gauge interest, and then we'll see exactly the commission break down all of the stuff that we can do. If if more than twelve people want to play, then we can do other shit. And I don't know. I just thought of a question. I'm going to ask your brother. He's going to love it. <laughs> all right. So uh, stay tuned for that. Thanks for checking this episode out. This has been fun, man. Mm. Um, and uh, let us know how you feel, man. You can uh, hit us up either at spinfeldpod at uh, gmail dot com if you want to email us, or you can write us. On uh, social media, our uh, Instagram is Fennifel Pod. Um, I haven't done anything on Instagram in a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you yeah. can hit us up in the group, uh, Fennifel Pod group on Facebook. That seems to be where we're doing the most interacting in the, yeah, in the so, Facebook group. So yeah, hit us up. And as of course, as the season nears and once the season gets going, we'll be more active. <sighs> we're getting ourselves. so close, you guys. Yeah, man. Hang we're in there. We're getting so close. So uh, those who want to be involved in the fantasy uh, just stand by for more information, but you have to be uh, a Patreon subscriber. We just felt that's the easiest way to uh, to narrow down who can join right. uh, the league. So that would be uh, greatly appreciated. We'll be giving you more information soon. So this has been SvenFL. I'm Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. And we will catch you next time. Hey. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.